Expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, uh, to keep my sanity And the wisdom rushing in So much clearer Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. I am your host, Cassidy Lynn, and I missed you guys. It has been like two full weeks where I haven't recorded like a live episode, and I just have a lot I have to tell you. Not only do I have a lot that I have to tell you, but I have a lot that I need to tell you. (laughs) I just have a lot that I want to recap. I also have a lot that I want to say about just like the upcoming season. Yeah. So this episode's going to be like a little bit of a recap episode, but it's also going to be just, uh, it's going to be like a good fall restart episode is kind of my goal to give you just like a good mindset for fall. So that's going to be the goal with this episode is just to give you a fall reset to give you a recap on everything that just went on in my couple of weeks that I was gone and not recording. So let's just get right into it. First of all, first of all, first of all, before I even get into it, if you guys listen to this podcast and you like it, please go and leave me a five-star review because if I get like a low review, it brings my ratings down quite a bit. But if I have a feeling there's people out there that like the podcast, but haven't rated it yet. And I feel like if you dislike something, you're a lot quicker to just leave it a one-star review or like a bad review rather than just like the people that love something don't always review things. That's just how I feel. You know, like if you had a bad bad experience or just you don't like something, you're just going to go review it. You're like, oh, let me go review that. But like if you have a good experience, I feel like you're not always so quick to review. So just want to remind you guys, leave me a review. I would love to see it. Okay. So for this episode, I want to tell you guys a few things that are coming up. So with the podcast, with everything going on, um, first thing next week, we have a spooky episode. (laughs) I am so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. I've never done like a, anything really spooky. I'm not going to lie. I am a very easily spooked person. So this will be interesting. I don't know why I'm like setting myself up to be scared, but we have a spooky episode next week in honor of Halloween. Charlie will be on the episode and we're going to be reading your spooky story submissions. And I'm actually going to have someone like pick them out for me beforehand. So I won't have read any of them and neither will Charlie. So it's going to be a true spook off. We're really going to be spooked. Um, The week after that, we're doing an advice column episode. So keep an eye on my stories. I'm going to post a link for you guys to submit your advice that you need. Um, I love these episodes, so that's going to be in two weeks. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and then I have another very exciting announcement, probably next week, 
maybe in two weeks, but I'm hoping for next week. So stay tuned. It's more of like, it's kind of a mix of business and personal, this announcement. It's not so much like, it's not photography related. Okay. I'll give you that. So I recently added Seattle to my November travel list. We are going out to Seattle right before Thanksgiving. So I have openings for shoots, not a ton, probably only like one. So yeah, going to Seattle, very exciting. We're visiting Charlie's sister who lives there. She just had a baby. So we're going to see the baby. Yeah. Lots of fun things going to Seattle. I'm also next week going to Cabo. I've really been hyping up like all of my travel. I feel like the whole summer I've been talking about this month and how I'm like traveling so much this month. And this Cabo trip is my last wedding of the year. Kind of. Yeah, it is. Because I have like a bridal shoot, but I think it's just like someone in their like wedding attire. So I don't think it's like an hour. I don't think that really counts. But yeah, my last wedding of the year. It's going to be fun. Um, Yeah, it's in Cabo and I'm super excited. I've been following like this couple on Instagram for a while. So it's like I feel very connected to them like I feel emotionally attached to them already and yeah it's gonna be a really good wedding I'm excited I also have my last shoot of the year tonight which now that I'm thinking about it that's not true because I have a bridal shoot in November I keep forgetting about so I have a shoot tonight and this shoot actually might be a little bit of a challenge for me because they wanted like they asked initially if I shot film for like clients. And I was like, no, not for clients. I told them I do like a digital film style where, you know, I can kind of make things look like film. I can kind of edit them like film. And this person wants that. So I'm kind of nervous because I haven't done like a full session where it's like, I'm 100% trying to get the photos to look like film, but I think it'll be a stretching opportunity. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I think I almost feel like sometimes with these like film inspired styles there's less pressure on perfection and more so focus on the artistic side of things and I don't feel like you need to over deliver either I feel like it's like you have one shot and then you like move on that's like literally how film works like you literally only get one shot well you know you get 20 shots or whatever but you know what I mean like there's not so much of an opportunity to overshoot when you're shooting film. So I feel like for this session, it's going to be nice. Like I'm not going to have so much pressure on the like exact poses and like delivering a million photos. It's more so like the artistic side. I feel like there's more pressure. So yeah, that'll be fun. We'll see how that goes. Um, Maybe I'll post pictures. Who knows? And last thing before I get into my Italy recap, I'm working on some new merch, guys. Fall merch is around the corner. Um, Just finalizing a few designs and getting a few more samples. But I'm excited. You guys know me. I love to launch merch. I love merch. I think it's fun to just like, I don't know, design new merch. It's literally so fun. So I've got some new pieces coming out. Yeah, stay tuned for that. So let's get into the Italy recap. Um, 
just so you know, this whole thing isn't going to be all about Italy. Just so you know, we've got other things we have to talk about. But I do have to recap a little bit and give you guys inside scoop on everything that happened. So the first thing I wanted to say about our trip is that I actually vlogged it and it's on my YouTube. So if you are interested in watching like things unfold as they actually happened, that's on YouTube. Still working on my vlog game a little bit, like just trying to figure out what shots are good to include, like what... I don't know. The whole concept of vlogging is kind of hard for me. So bear with me. The vlog is okay. Like it's not going to be the best vlog you've ever watched in your entire life. But if you want to watch it, it's on YouTube. So we went to Italy for 12 days. We got back a couple days ago. And basically it started as a trip that was supposed to be personal for fun. But you know how that goes. Then I start talking about it and then I start booking things. So I did end up booking some shoots in each of the locations and we went to Rome first, then we went to Positano and then we went to Capri, which is like an island. And then we went back to Rome and flew back home. Um, that whole time from Rome, we took cars and like ferries and stuff and then took went back to Rome to fly back home. So we went to those three cities and each city I had a different shoot arrange and it started actually with my shoot in Positano which is if you guys aren't familiar with Italy it's like the city in Italy along the coast where like all those buildings are along the coastline and they're kind of all like stacked on the side it was a very big city I feel like in like 2017 like travel blogging eras like I feel like those people like the travel bloggers all went to Positano like that was just the thing to do so I I started posting like before we left that I was going to be in these different cities and someone reached out to me a fellow photographer who was going to be honeymooning there so she got married in Germany and she's from Germany and then they were honeymooning in Positano while we were there so I set up a shoot with them and she she and her husband brought their wedding attire with them for the entire honeymoon. Like they flew with their wedding attire. They said they had two pieces of luggages and one was just filled with their wedding stuff. So honestly, I felt honored that they were willing to put their wedding clothes back on. Um, so there was that shoe. And honestly, there was a lot, <laughs> a lot of drama as there always is. Um, basically I, so, you know, you get there and I didn't know like where we were gonna end up shooting and like what the vibe was going to be. Like I had no idea the different spots and stuff, which is how it works with travel shoots. You show up and you just don't know where you're going to end up shooting. That's just how it goes. Like that, that's a one, there's a lot of things that's stressful about wedding photography or travel wedding photography or just travel photography in general, but specifically having to go to a place you've never been and then having to find a good place to shoot within a day is quite challenging and it's really intimidating. So thankfully our, the shoot was at the end of our five days in Positano. So I was able to like get the vibe, feel it out and figure out some good spots. So we started looking for spots like two days before the shoot the day before the shoe, I find I so I really just wanted like the buildings in the background. 
Um, like that was, you know, that's the classic view, the classic photo there. And then the only other option really there is just like photos in the streets. Like there's all these streets that kind of go down to the beach and they're really tight and they're like all downhill. They're super cute. You know, they're all like cobblestone and stuff, but like they're packed, like actually packed. Like there's not, you're never going to not find people there. So especially because we were shooting at like 5 p.m., 5.30. So I streets were out of that, out of the equation. I ended up finding this little like um, pull off on the side of the road that was on like a not busy street. So there's like one main street there. And then there's like a street that's behind it. And I went on that street and found like this cool view. So that was my initial plan. But then I started thinking and I was like, I just don't feel like I'm going to get enough out of this location. Like we can't move. It's literally like just this little thing on the side of the road. So I ended up asking my couple if they'd be okay if we booked like a boat, like if I booked a sunset boat. And I was like, I'm willing to pay the expense because I have been wanting to do a sunset cruise anyway. And I think it would be best for your session. Like I want it in my portfolio, so I'll pay for it. So they were like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. So I book a boat. It says we're going to meet at the ferry place, whatever, at 630. And the sunset's around seven. So I was like, okay, that's interesting, but whatever. So I tell my couple, 630 is when we're going to get on the boat. Like, can you come into town? Because they were staying like, a town away. Can you come into town at five 30 and then we'll shoot for like 45 minutes and then we'll walk down to the boat together and then do the last part of the session on the boat. They're like, yeah, that sounds great. So five 30 is when they're planning on getting to our hotel and meeting us. Well, I get like a text literally like two hours before the session. And the person's like, Hey, super excited for the boat session or like the boat cruise, whatever. Um, I'll meet you at the dock at 515. Okay. So your email said 630. Now you're telling me 515. So I confirmed with the person. I was like, your email said 630. Like, can you please like, is this correct? Like whatever. They're like, no, it's 515. Cause the sun sets earlier now. So I was like, Oh, awesome. So I had to basically try to get in contact with my couple, but they didn't have international service. So I couldn't get a hold of them. Thankfully, they got to the hotel like at 510 or 5:10. Yeah, they were early. So I was able to be like, hey, we have to just go right down to the boat. The boat's gonna leave. Like, sorry. So they were fine with it. We went down to the boat. Everything was fine and dandy. We did two outfits. They we did like a, you know, just like a casual outfit. Then they changed into their wedding clothes. And about mm, halfway through the session we were stopped at this point it was right at sunset the light was beautiful and the boat it's very rocky like I'm literally like falling all over the place I'm trying to concentrate on my camera and get photos of my couple and pose them and whatnot not think about the fact that it's so rocky well I got about four poses into golden hour and I started to feel absolutely unwell like it was very bad. Like, and I just knew instantly that there was going to be a problem. So I'm taking photos of them and I get this instant rush of nausea, 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 nausea. And 
Charlie is recording me for YouTube, by the way. So I am standing there and I'm like, I actually think I need to take a break real quick. Okay, I'll be right back. And they're they're like, oh, yeah, t- you know, take the time you need. We're in the front of the boat because, you know, there's like a little like tanning area. So it's like really good for photos. I go to the back of the boat and the boat driver starts driving because I think we needed to go to the next location. And I just started puking off the side of the boat. Like I was, like I said, unwell. And Charlie comes back there and he's like holding my hair, helping me, hands me some water and the boat driver gave me some medicine and I was like, I, I've never been seasick before. And of course it's like during the most iconic session that I've ever shot, you know, in my dream location. And of course I get seasick. So I, you know, popped in a breath strip. We drove to our next location, which was at, at this point, it was like, we only had maybe 30 minutes left of this cruise because the boat driver, like, drove off and like was kind of just driving and I like kept trying to get him to stop for photos but like he wouldn't stop like he just kept just driving and like you can't shoot while you're driving so anyway we get to our last point our last stop and you know I'm finally recovered well the sun is down at this point the sun is gone which was not the plan but I was like the show must go on the sun is down I'm just still shooting Basically, I got as many photos as I could. And like it was at this point, like 15 minutes. I was just doing pose after pose after pose, everything I could think of, every single angle. I was just a mad woman. So the photos were pitch black. You guys should see my raw photos. Actually, pitch black. My couple took like a photo of me and Charlie afterwards. Like she was so nice. And the raw image was pitch black. Like ISO, I think two or three thousand all my settings as low as they could be pitch black. Now, because of this, the images ended up turning out very noisy, but I was able to use AID noise in Lightroom and the photos ended up turning out absolutely amazing because I brightened the photo enough to where you could still see my couple, but you could see like the sparkling lights of the town behind it because we were on a boat. It looked very magical. Definitely like one of my favorite shoots to date. Leading up to it, though, it was just so hectic. Okay, that's a lot of time that I've spent talking about the shoot, but it was it was an amazing shoot. And honestly, the couple was so nice, like just beyond nice. Even when I got sick, like they they I think they even said, like, you don't have to keep shooting if you don't feel good. Like you you are what matters, not like having these photos. And I felt just very loved by them. They're so nice. So that was that shoot. I did a shoot in Capri, which was a photo swap with another photographer who was staying on the Amalfi Coast. They took a ferry over, met us there, and we did like maybe an hour and a half. Like we shot for an hour and a half. Mm, No, it was actually more like 45 minutes. And then like we spent like 45 minutes just like getting drinks and like talking. Um, So that was really fun. I did photos of her and her husband, and then she did photos of me and Charlie. So I still have to edit those and get those out. And then I did very similar concept in Rome with another photographer. Um, she was there with her husband and yeah, we did a bunch of photos. We did some photos in our hotel. Like there was this crazy staircase, like the hotel was crazy. So I was like, we should just take photos literally in my hotel. So we did. Um, so that was super fun. 
This episode is sponsored by Aftershoot. Aftershoot is an AI-assisted culling and editing software designed to save you hours of editing. Aftershoot offers unlimited culling and unlimited editing for a flat rate, so it's not priced per image. And Aftershoot can run without Wi-Fi, so you can edit on a plane in the middle of nowhere. Aftershoot has you covered. The culling app has lots of great features that can help you with the review process, like key faces, duplicate grouping, spray can mode, and more. Go to the link in the description and use code CASSIDY20 to get 20% off all Aftershoot packages. That's Cassidy20 to get 20% off all Aftershoot packages. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Something about this trip, I have, I wanted to really step into my influencer era for this trip. And if you follow me on Instagram, that was the goal, was to have influencer content. Like, I feel like my content sometimes can be influencer, influencer-ish, but I'm talking like, just photo dumps on my feed, like photos of just me, you you know, like photos that aren't really photography related, like just trip related. And I really feel like I pulled through on this. Like I, I, I really wanted to make this happen. And I was like every single night, it was around 7 PM every single night on vacation. I would sit down and use all my photos that I took during that day, edit them, and post them because it ended up being around like noon for like the U S. So it was like the perfect time we were in between lunch and dinner. And honestly, I feel like it's really helped me. I don't know, just feel more confident in like just posting whatever you want. And like, it'll like, I feel like at the end of the day, if it just confirms the fact that I, I'm I'm going to survive if I don't post photography related things. Like sometimes if you do the same content for so long, it can be scary to change your content because you're like, well, this is working. I don't want to like, you know, fix something that's not broken. And this was me kind of stepping out of that box. And it was really fun too. Like I love the way my feed looks now. Got so many fun, great photos. And it just helped me document the moment as well I think if I was on vacation without that mindset of like wanting to you know get into my influencing era if I wasn't in that mindset I don't think I would have taken as many photos like I carried around my little um Sony RX100 everywhere with me and just took photos on that it has a a little built-in flash I got such good photos like photos I'm gonna print out and put on my walls and whatever but I feel like I wouldn't have even carried my camera around if it weren't for like this challenge that I gave myself so yeah that was something I did on this trip honestly I discovered that I really missed traveling I spent like all summer not traveling and I'm the type of person that has these like sometimes I start to feel a little depresso like a little sad, a little gloomy when I don't travel. And I think, I don't know, I, I, I might get over it soon, but I'm still, I still get so excited for travel because I feel like I still have so many places to go. And I feel like this trip really scratched my itch for me because I've been itching to travel for quite some time. So yeah, it felt good to just like go out of the country somewhere new. Super fun. Um, So let's talk about what gear did I bring with me on this trip. Um, So because I had shoots, I had to bring like at least two cameras. 
And then I had to bring at least two lenses. So even if Charlie wasn't shooting for YouTube, I still would have brought two cameras just as a backup. So I had my camera, Charlie's camera. I brought a 35. I wanted something compact, small, but also like a go-to, something that I feel felt like I could shoot all of the shoots on. So the 35 was the answer. And then Charlie got a 35 too for a YouTube. So that was it. We brought two 35s and two bodies. And then I had my Sony RX100, which is a little point and shoot camera. That was for more like my content, like my personal content. And I also brought my Canon power shot, like the little tiny, it's like a little retro camera from the 2000s. I can guarantee like someone you knew growing up had this camera. And I brought it with me because it takes some cute little photos. I did actually buy a 24 to 70 right before the trip. Like the episode I did with Miles two episodes ago really inspired me to get a 24 to 70. So I bought it and it was supposed to get delivered like right before we were supposed to leave. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. But it ended up not coming in time. So I like canceled the order because I was like, I don't want this lens sitting at my house for two weeks on my front porch. Like that does not sound smart. So I canceled the order and now I'm like, I kind of still want the 24 to 70. I don't know. I feel like with film style being so popular, the 24 to 70 is really going to start becoming more of a um, desirable lens because a lot of the times like before this film shift happened, that low aperture was everything. Like that's what people want. It's like that super blurred background. But now it's like, People want it to look like film. And a lot of the times these film photos have higher apertures and like there's more in focus. So that F 2.8 aperture on a 2470 is like not a big deal anymore. So I might still get one to be honest, maybe for Black Friday or something else splurge. But um, I did forget one very important piece of gear that really irked me, made me really mad in the moment. So I mentioned that Charlie was recording for YouTube. I, when I do YouTube videos of my shoots, I usually like wear a mic so you can hear what I'm saying. I brought the mic. Okay. I brought even like the cable for the mic to go to like the little thing that clips on the back of me. The thing I forgot was the cable that goes from the camera into the mic receiver and that cable, like you are not finding that cable anywhere. Like it's, it's like a headphone jack into a, um, like, a some random, it's not USB-C, but it's like something like that. So I ended up having to record the audio on my AirPods, which was fine, but it just doesn't sound as good. Um, so yeah, that was the one thing I forgot, but if that was the only thing I forgot, it's fine. At least I didn't forget like my camera or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, besties, my little Cassabies. We're going to get into just some thoughts I've been having, some things I wanted to tell you. Th- more for just like encouragement, but also just to give you like a list of just actionable items. So one of the first things that I wanted to talk about, this was something... I- that I could not stop thinking about as I was getting ready today. Your time and my time is so valuable. And I know we hear this all the time, but I want you to think about like 
like an old person. Okay. Think of an old person. And what do they always say? They never say like, oh, save your money or like, um, you know, they don't say stuff like that. They always say like, cherish your time. Like live in the moment. Like it cherish this time while you have it. That is what every single old person will say to you. Every single one. Like they're not like, make sure you have money in your 401k. Like they, they, they won't say like, oh, make sure that you, I don't know, have at every single photo yourself. Like those, those aren't going to be the things that they're going to tell you. Like they're going to be like, cherish the moment. Enjoy your time while you're young. This thought has been in my head because I feel like there are things that I do where I really feel like I am wasting time. And I think it's something I need to work on. I think it's something that a lot of us probably need to work on. And I wanted to talk about some things that we can do to get our time back because time really is the one thing in life that you can't get back. Like money comes back. Um, other things come back. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just something that I've really been thinking about. So things that I'm going to start doing that are going to help me get my time back and just help me use my time better. Because at the end of the day, I want my business to be as streamlined as possible. I don't want to be doing things that I don't enjoy. I don't want to be doing things that aren't helping me grow my business. Like, I don't want to be doing the things that are just maintaining items. So this is so random, but like, this is actually one thing that I'm doing to get my time back. I am doing grocery pickup. I did one today and I've been doing it for a couple months and it is just so crazy how even an hour of going grocery shopping, it just takes so much time for me. And it's not, it's not something that I like. If you like to do that, if that's like a fun thing for you, absolutely keep that in your schedule. I think there might be a time when I get older, maybe I might like it more, but right now it just feels mundane and it, you know, I have to do it. I have to eat to survive. I need food, but that the actual like physical action of me going to the store, walking around the shopping cart, picking everything out, trying to locate my items that are on my list. It just takes a lot of time and it just feels like one of those things that someone else could do for me, which is literally why I've been doing grocery pickup and I don't know if you guys have Aldi. Some people do, some people don't. But it, I think their pickup is free. Like, I don't think it costs you anything. Or if it does, it's like $2. So that's one thing that I feel like is giving me my time back a little bit. Because I obviously, I still have to drive to the store to pick it up. But that time that it takes to, like, actually go in and shop and then make your list. Like, I just do it in my house. Like, I just make my list, sitting there, buy everything, and then just go pick it up. And I feel like it's just giving me a little bit more time. It's even like 30 minutes. Honestly, it's just 30 minutes, but 30 minutes is a lot of time. Like you can, I don't know, dive into your book a little bit, read a book, or I don't know, just enjoy time with whoever. Like you, 30 minutes is a lot of time. So that's one thing I'm doing to get my time back. I'm also starting to use more AI in my editing. Um, I dabbled a little bit this busy season with, um, like having an actual editor edit photos for me. And now I've been starting to use AI softwares. Um, so that's been helping me a lot. I feel like 
it's worth the money for me because it's one of those things that takes literal hours. And if I'm able to take six hours and bring it down to 30 minutes, that's very valuable for me. And I'm able to do other things during that time, or I'm able to just like chill. Okay. So that's another thing I'm doing to get my time back. I am scheduling my days. So I'm not just like, I'm not just talking about like, oh, I have a shoot this day. I have a shoot that day. Um, I'm talking about, okay, tomorrow. When you wake up, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing from eight to nine? What are you doing from nine to 10? What are you doing from 10 to 11? Like I'm scheduling out my days, writing things down that I need to get done so that I'm more efficient with my time and I'm able to either squeeze in as much as possible or I'm able to squeeze in as little as possible so then I can relax. You know what I mean? Like I squeeze in all my work and get it all done in like a little efficient capsule. And then I'm able to go out to lunch with someone. I'm able to go play pickleball with my mom. Like I'm able to take my dog on a walk. The things to me that are more valuable to do with my time. Does that, does that make sense? So scheduling out my days also like using a planner. Um, I know paper planners are not like the thing because it's like okay we have the internet we have digital like why are you using a paper planner but I do really like the physical act of writing out the things that you have to get done I think it really solidifies it in your mind like okay I wrote it down I have to go and work on my website for two hours tomorrow so that's another thing that I'm doing hiring help if we need to If you have it in your budget and if you need it, hiring help, whether that's a virtual assistant. So business-wise, a virtual assistant, maybe you hire someone to do your blogging for you or on the other side, maybe it's like something in your personal life. So I, I really like doing business tasks. I don't love doing personal tasks like cleaning my house or going grocery shopping, like things like that. I don't love, but I love, you know, editing photos and doing my business stuff. So some people will outsource their business stuff. They're like, I don't want to edit. I would rather just like clean my house. It's like therapeutic. Then you outsource your editing. If for me, I would much rather like outsource like my cleaning or, you know, other things that are just mundane. And I'm like, someone else could do this and I could care less. So if it's in your budget and you feel like you need it, just hiring help in whatever area it is that you need help. Um, You know, for me, if it's like a cleaner, they're going to clean for two hours a week and that's going to clear up two hours a week for me. That's, you know, a lot. That's, I could do a lot during that time. So last thing, if you are already busy, please stop booking. If, if it's in the budget, okay. If you're like all set financially, sometimes it's like my time is valuable and I'm already, I've already got bookings. I'm already busy. I don't need to keep booking. It's okay to be like, Hey, I'm not taking any more shoots for the fall. That is a scary sentence, but I've said it. I literally say it. I'm not taking any more shoots for the fall. That's a powerful statement, guys. Say it with me. I'm not taking any more shoots for the fall. Wow. Empowering, isn't it? Unless you're like, you know, I want more money. I need more money. Then be like, I want more shoots this fall. That's another option. Okay. So 
as we're approaching fall slash as we're approaching fall, we're literally in fall. Okay. As we're approaching kind of the end of busy season, I feel like October is busy and then October after October it dies. What are we doing in photography after like all of your busyness dies down? So I want to give you a few like action things to think about as we're coming into a time where you might be finishing up your editing soon. Um, you might just find you have more time at home because you, you know, don't have shoots every single night or every single day. So what are we doing? What should we, we be doing as things die down? I always say that this is the time of the year where your 2024 success is built. So that same concept of people being like, your summer body is built in the winter. Your summer business is built in the winter, in the fall. So right now is how you are, the things you do now are going to impact your success next year. So a lot of what we're doing this fall and winter is back-end things, strategic, big-picture things that are going to help you succeed next year. Number one, we are updating our websites, people. I don't want to see your headshot from 2016. Give me something new. Even 2020, even 2022, give me a new headshot. We're updating our websites, your photos. I want to see your best, best, best work from this year, this year, unless you shot the most iconic thing ever. And that's like on the cover of your website. Fine. I, you get a pass. But besides that new photos, and honestly, I'm speaking to myself because I feel like my website, I love my website, but the photos are outdated. New photos, copy, go in there, read your website, see like, okay, does it sound weird? Whatever. Do you need a new design? Do you need a whole new template? Maybe you do. That's something to do this fall. Blogging. You need to be blogging this fall and winter because blogging helps build your SEO and just helps build your presence on Google. And it starts now. The sooner, the longer you wait to blog, it's only going to hurt you because SEO takes so much time to build. You need to start right now with blogging. So blogging your sessions from the fall, from the summer, from the spring. I know you still have spring sessions. You haven't blogged yet. So get on that. Start blogging them. It's going to help you book more in 2024. Right now, what you do for blogging is going to impact your bookings for next year. I promise you. So make sure all of your galleries are backed up properly. There's a couple of you I'm speaking to right now because sometimes I go and I, you know, put the photos on one hard drive. I'm like, oh, I'll put it on the other hard drive later. I have the SD card still. I'm fine. Just get everything on all of your drives or I'll get like all the photos on both drives and all of like the cold photos and the Lightroom catalog, but the actual edits never make it onto both. Like I only export onto one. So make sure all of your backups are back backed up. Make sure all of your hard drives are carbon copies of each other. This is just something we do at the end of busy season, just to make sure our hard drives are good. Our photos are backed up. Now I can sleep at night. We, this fall and winter are creating content. This is not what you guys want to hear, but it's what you need to hear. Creating content, you're posting. 
post, post, post. We're posting, we're posting reels, TikToks, posts to your feed, to your story, to Pinterest. We are creating content this fall and winter. You are using um, like Facebook scheduler. So you can schedule things to Facebook and Instagram. You're using, um, what is it called? Tailwind for Pinterest. We're going to be just using CapCut maybe to take a video, chop it up, and then you export it, and then you put it on all your platforms. You're going to create some sort of system, and you're going to start creating content. If you are still shooting, and you're still actively like in busy season, you need to be taking videos. So when things do die down, then you can start creating content and you know, you have like a plethora of content to choose from. You're not like scraping the barrel and you have nothing. We're creating content this fall. We are also asking for reviews as things die down. Ask for reviews, write out a nice email, send it to everyone. Just be like, Hey, if you liked working with me, I'd love a review. Simple as that. Reviews are going to help you book for next year. So ask for reviews now. We are updating our pricing. Updating our pricing guide. That actually needs to happen sooner rather than later because right now people are getting engaged and they're going to start looking for a photographer and you want to have your pricing ready to go. You don't want to have someone reach out and then, you know, right before you get back to them, you're updating all your pricing and like just picking random numbers, really sit down, really think it through. Think about how many weddings you need to book next year or how many shoots do you need to book? What's my income goal? And figure out a number based on that. Also look at the number of things that you shot this year and use that as a comparison. Like, okay, I had 20 weddings. Um, I think I can do 20 again, but I'm going to bump up my prices $500. Um, or however much you bump it up. Just take notes. Take note of how you performed this year and see what changes need to be made to your pricing. If you've booked way too much and you overbooked, that's a sign that maybe you do need to raise your pricing a little bit. Okay. So we're updating our pricing guides. We're also up up leveling. I don't even know what I was about to say. Up leveling. We're up leveling our client experience this fall and winter. We are adding in guides. We're creating more guides. Maybe you need a location guide. Maybe you need an outfit guide. Maybe you need a guide to planning a wedding. I don't know. You create some guides, add in some more emails, add in like check-in emails, add in phone call emails, um, to your client experience, your client workflow. Um, Add in like opportunities in your emails for them to hop on a call and schedule a call with you. Um, that's a great client experience thing. Lots, There's lots of things you can do to up-level your client experience, but it, sometimes it takes just sitting down and doing it and like thinking about, okay, today is dedicated to my client experience. What are, let's start by brainstorming some ideas. Then I'll go and like, you know, do action things to actually make it happen. And the last thing that we are doing this winter is giving yourself rest and relaxation because you deserve it. Yeah, I said it. I think, at least for me, I I get to fall and winter and I'm like, I worked so hard during summer. I'm going to just chill for a week. 
And if you know me, that's like literally not an option. I don't just chill for a week. I can't do that. Like physically, I need to like just be doing something. So if that's you, this rest and relaxation thing might not even occur to you in your mind that you need it, but I promise you, you need it. And I think it's different for everyone how much rest and relaxation you need. Some people need days, weeks. Some people need an afternoon. It just depends. I think for me, there's a healthy balance. I think I might take a couple of days and then be like, all right, now I'm ready to get back into my, um, you know, content creation and all of that, whatever. But for some people, it's like, oh, I just need an afternoon or whatever. So whatever it is that you feel like you need, <laughs> I get th- I just picture <laughs> some of you guys being like, yeah, I need three years of rest and relaxation. <laughs> If that's the case, you might have the wrong job, honey. (laughs) But rest and relaxation is really important. And I think like around Thanksgiving is really when I'm going to be like, okay, I'm just going to like enjoy my holiday, enjoy like the week after. (gasps) Guys, I have jury duty the week after Thanksgiving. (sighs) Okay, so I can't, I not the week after, maybe like the week before Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm going to Seattle. That's kind of perfect. Maybe I won't book a shoot in Seattle. Um, but regardless, we're coming up on some fun holidays. Use your rest and relaxation. Take it in. Take a chill. And you can blame it on me. Like, be like, oh, yeah, Cassidy told me to. So that's that. All right, guys. That is it for the episode this week. But get ready for next week because we've got spooky stories coming to you. Get your popcorn ready. Get a nice cozy blanket. Um, make sure it's daylight. Cause if it's nighttime, don't listen to the episode at nighttime. Like if it, it, if it truly is that spooky, do not listen to it at nighttime. Cause I don't want you guys to get spooked and I want you guys to be able to sleep. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I will be back next week and that's all. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. With all of the highlights and the shadows is my composure. All the layers above, all the edits and tweaks, I know her. I am so done, need more time developing in my red room. It doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand. Whatever the moment, wherever we stand, I'm taking it. doesn't matter wherever I am. The mountain or down in quicksand Whatever the moment, wherever we stand I'm taking you, taking you, taking you Getting a little bit higher With different step I take I'm getting good Getting a little bit better I'm climbing to the top Never gonna stop I'm getting good Never gonna stop